Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. It's great to have you with us and I never ever take for granted the fact that you would spend a portion of your day listening to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. If you're a first time listener, welcome along. Dive into the 200 plus episodes that we've already got. And look, if you like what you hear and it floats your boat and it helps you, then uh, please leave us a review. It helps enormously to spread the word. So what I'm going to talk about in today's podcast, well, we talk about all kind of things, leadership, management and coaching here. And one quote that I've heard many, many years ago or heard many years ago was that Leaders are readers, and as many of you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a love of reading, and again, as I've said many times, I find it hard to believe uh, how, you know, sometimes people who are fortunate enough to be able to read, who who get along without, without reading, it's like, it's almost impossible to explain what you're missing out on if you do not do not read some of the things that that are available um but hey we're all different and um i just think that i have no idea where i'd be in my life if it wasn't for what i've read in some books and 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 what i've listened to as well also but one of the things I want to talk about in this uh, this particular episode is is reading his books um, and just a couple of references just to help you on your way. Um, but one of the, before I get into that, I posted on social media this week as a response to somebody else's post, and I'm not a, a, a massive social media poster but it is something I do regularly. And I replied to somebody's post who was talking about a dilemma. And I posted, my reply was, yes, it is like wrestling with God. And as as you never know, but it did, it got a favorable response, if that is anything to judge it by. What I mean by that was people responded to that and said, oh, I like that. I'm going to use it. Now, look, listen and hear what I'm saying. I stole that line. I stole it from the uh, great Jordan Peterson, who often uses the phrase wrestling with God. Now, look, this isn't a a, a Buddhist, a, a Muslim, a Christian or a religious podcast. So, you know, don't worry about switching off in the next five seconds. But whatever you perceive God to be, you know, that's your own business. And uh, we're all accepting of that. But the phrase wrestling with God, apparently it 
um, has a meaning of Israel. And um, Israel means wrestling with God. But it's the phrase itself. Because it's like if you have a big dilemma, if you have a question to answer, a decision to make, what are you doing in your mind? You are analyzing, thinking, digesting, discussing, obsessing, considering, and it can be wearing, and it can be a battle internally, and it can be hard work, and it can go on for months sometimes, if you're not careful, or if it has to. And I think that phrase kind of sums it up, because it's internal, and it's hard work, and the opponent doesn't give up. And it doesn't seem to get any easier until you make the right move. And once you make the right move, it all disintegrates and everything's okay. If you give up, the opponent doesn't give up and they win. Now that might mean that the battle has to continue because we all know, don't we, that a decision that has to be made, no decision is a decision. So that phrase may help you to understand that, look, that is what life is actually about. It is a series of steps onward and onward and onward and onward where that will continually happen. And look, life is definitely a perspective and perspective is is enormous, isn't it? Again, I've, in my work, I've been dealing with some clients who are, look, it's all relative, but people who are well off, who live in the Western world, who have disposable income, who have nice cars, I'm assuming they have nice houses, they have all kinds of insurances, and so on, and so on, and so on. But it never ceases to amaze me how bogged down they are and they get, as lovely as they are, in things that are so infinitesimally small in comparison to the problems that other people face in their lives. And sometimes my way of trying to alter their, as, as their, the person who's trying to lead them and coach them and guide them. I am, I, I often, or sometimes, not often, I sometimes say, okay, you could be here, there, or whatever. Or last week, let me tell you a story about somebody that I met, somebody that I work with, who is in a completely and almost diametrically opposite situation dire poverty, and so on and so on and so on. You get the picture. Sometimes it makes a difference. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's too brutal. But look, what is a problem to one person is absolutely not a problem to another. So whatever your problems are, you're a sports person, you want to get in the first team, you're not in the first team, your world feels like it's at an end. I get that. I hear it, I feel it, I know it. It's where you're at. It's the most important thing in the world to you. 
but there is a perspective on it. And there is a better way. I've just been reading, I'm coming to the end of, of the Gulag Archipelago. It's about Russia in, in, in the, uh, the 20th century and the work camps. And I'm reading, I'm towards the end of it. And this is the story of people being locked up for 25 years for no crimes whatsoever, because that's what the state decided. Come into their homes with guns, with militia, take the kids one way, take the wife the other way, take the husband the other way, never to be seen again. Put in work camps, majority die. And towards the end of the century, or the, the last third of the century, when people had done their time, they were allowed to go into, they were let free. And they went into what's called exile. So they weren't saying, right, there you are, go home. They weren't allowed to go home. You, you, you go into exile, which means you go and live somewhere else. They just booted out of the camp, off you go. No money, just what you stood up in. And these people went and lived in huts or mud houses or under the stars. And I'm just reading how Solzhenitsyn, the guy who wrote this unbelievable book or series of books, said, I, I've never been so happy in my life watching ants do their daily work, watching the sunrise, being allowed to have two hours at night time where I could go for a walk into the desert and come back and write. No lamps. No bed, no heating, a single wooden table and chair. Never been so happy. It is, ladies and gentlemen, all about perspective. Whatever you think hardship is, and please excuse me, I do not know what's going on in your life. If it helps, there are people out there from centuries before, from decades before, currently, who would swap for your situation at the drop of a hat. And Solzhenitsyn talks about the oppression of freedom. He's let go from these work camps. And how many people he talks about struggled because they no longer got fed. They no longer had comrades. They no longer had a roof over their head. Freedom was harder than captivity. It's all about perspective. So we have to constantly work on our perspective all the time, if you ask me. It's so easy to fall into that trap. It's human nature to fall into that trap of expectancy, of it should be like this. It should be this way. That is struggle. That is anxiety. And that is pain. The moment is the moment. What is, is. And the more we fight it, the more we want to change it, the worse it is. No, nobody's talking about no, no pain. So we're not saying here, absolutely not saying here, that life is a bed of roses. Please hear what it is I'm trying to say to help you in terms of your own struggles 
whether you know you are a football manager and you're trying to select a team and you've lost three games on the bounce and you might be looking to lose your job. You're trying to run a business where everything is just mounting up, you're overwhelmed. You're trying to make your way personally in your own career as a young player and you can't get an option and opening. This is where books come in because you will find example after example after example of people who have made it. And if that doesn't give you faith, I'm not sure what can. And it's at times like this that we have to look at struggle. Because as I've already just alluded to, this wrestling with God, this struggle, it is a step-by-step process and it ain't going to go away till you take your last breath. Because that is what life is all about. You know this, oh, I'm going to insure myself and I'm going to sit on a beach and I'm going to drink pina coladas and, and, and everything's going to be great. History tells us and human nature studies tell us and psychology tells us that if you give people everything they want and provide every single thing they want, after a short period of time, they will go out and start to destroy it because we need more than comfort. We need challenge. We need problems. We need something to do. We need meaning. And I've been thinking a lot about this recently. As people ask, ask that question, don't they? What is it that would make you really happy? And we think we know what would make us happy. I'll be in the first team. I'll have a new contract. Um, I'll win the next three games. Uh, I score 50 goals this season. Um, we hit a turnover of 500 million this year. I just need um, to get an opening. Um, I just want to get my degree. That will make me happy. So it seemed on the surface. Every time we get to where we think we want to be, it will make us happy. It is underwhelming. And if we are careful and look at it, it's the struggle, it's the journey, it's the going from A to B that is the thing that is the best about it. It is the meaning that having that goal and moving towards it that is what makes us happy. Once we have it, it's fleeting, it's gone and we start to slide back into the place where we are then struggling a little bit, we're frustrated, we're anxious, there's something not right, unless or until we have our new goal. So it's the life of meaning that is what makes us happy. Happiness as Again, Mr. Peterson says, comes along fleetingly. And when it comes along, grasp it with both hands and hold onto it and ride it for all it's worth. Because if you're on a path, you're going to have something else come along to ask you to give more, to grow more. You cannot 
avoid it. You choose your battle. And you choose your battle because you choose the battle that the world presents to you in order for you to grow, to evolve, to become greater, to serve more. Or you choose the battle of mediocrity where you battle your own inner demons because you know you're not living your life to your full potential. And there are so many people not doing that. And it's not for us to judge. But it's a lesson and it's a warning to us that chasing that security is an illusion. It is an illusion. And there's nothing wrong in making mistakes. Because again, look, life is about challenge. And in that challenge, there's always this hero's journey, this story. Man or woman has a problem, wrestles with it, sets out on a journey of exploration. You've got to put a shelf up in the house. You've got to mend the hoover. You've got to get your car fixed. You've got to get a better job. You've got to fix a project by the weekend. You've got to get an essay in. You've got to achieve 75% in this exam. Problem, person, the story. You stay up late. You burn the midnight oil. You ring ground. You do it yourself. You make the best of it until Monday, Tuesday. You get somebody else involved. You help them. You ask, you get out of your comfort zone. You achieve the goal somehow, some way. You make a win out of it. Aim for the eagle, bag the pheasant, don't eat crow. Eating crows sitting there crying about it. Aim for the eagles, ringing up, somebody comes around, fixes it, bang, 10 out of 10, doesn't cost you too much, all done. You sit down, you write for two hours, you create a wonderful essay, you get maximum marks, you pass the exam, done. You get invited for an interview, you absolutely nail it, you get the job. That's the eagle. Bag in the pheasant, you don't get the job. They give you some good feedback. You learn from the feedback, you apply for another job, you get one that suits you. You don't hit maximum marks in your essay, but you get some decent feedback, you do it again, you revise it, you add a couple of paragraphs, you take something out, you give it in again, you do the exam again, you hit a decent mark, you get another job. Bagging the pheasant. Time is time is time. It will take as long as it takes. But that is our life, and that is your life as a footballer, as a player, as a coach, as a manager, as a leader, is solving problems putting yourself out there and you test the problems, you stress test it. Does it work? And it fails. It doesn't work. You don't get the result. Is it a disaster? Well, if you lose your job, it feels like a disaster. Of course it does. Just speaking to a friend of mine this last week. I'd worked his absolute guts out for 25 plus years on a project. 25 years, just about to hit the pinnacle of achievement and get the massive financial reward that 
was was due. All falls apart a week before it was due to be completed. Picks himself up with his colleagues, goes again, goes for the second best option. Bang. Three months later, success. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how life works. It is that struggle. It is that retest, retest, retest. What works, what doesn't. Whether we engage in it or not, life is going to keep asking us and asking us and asking us. It is never going to go away. But here's sometimes the rub. It's choosing our battles. And look, the world out there is full of battles that you do not need to get involved in. Squabbles, unfair playing fields, ego battles, people with agendas, you name it, it's out there. And there's a great amount of solace and there's a great amount of wisdom to be found in many texts. The Buddhist wisdom tells us that we should go within and there we will find the only real battle. And that is where we should engage in our battles within. Not without, not me versus you, me versus me. FA Cup final, biggest game of the year, European Champions League final, World Cup final, Wimbledon tennis championship, world cross-country championship, chess championship, whatever it is, player X versus player Y, team A versus team B. On the surface, yes. Underneath it, no. Team A are going to play against themselves and they're going to do better than they've ever done before. And they're going to do the very best they can. If it's enough, it's enough. If it's not, it's not. You can only do your best. You cannot control anything else beyond that. You can control what's within. And if you do, your life will change. Because that is where it's at constantly. Always. You know, and I think that's what Rumi meant in one of his most beautiful quotes. And I read this a couple of years ago. And it's just amazing. And the great poet Rumi said that out there, beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I will meet you there. Go to that field. Because that is where it's at. So, to sum up, and sometimes I just meander on these podcasts with ideas that I need to pull together. And I just hope that they help you with your life and your journey and your career. We talked about the absolute depths of unbelievable help and advice and guidance that there are within literature and books. We've talked about perspective and how it can help. And 
we've talked to, talked about the battle and where the real battlefield is. It really can help. It's leader, manager, coach. Thanks for listening. I hope it helps. Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.